So Dan, yes, sir. the last uh, what a couple weeks ago we had our uh, September shows to watch, uh, uh-huh. upcoming shows right. episode, and last week we checked out a couple. Uh, yeah. This week we obviously did again. You saw yeah, the title. You wrote I, the title. I think this is the most we've ever done of like the upcoming. Mm-hmm. Shows, I agree. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's been fun. It was fun last week, kind of juxtaposing the two shows we watched. And so I was doing the same thing, watching these two, uh, two pilots back to back. Yeah. And I realized something that they both uh, have in common. Let's say. Uh huh. I think they both have an abusive relationship with the metaphor. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think that the show ratchet yeah uh i'm sorry i'll say i think the third day the show the third day yeah has uh a physically abusive uh relationship with the metaphor in that it's taking this metaphor and beating several different people over the head with it (laughs) whereas i think the ratchet uh pilot it's ignoring the metaphor it's just all blatant no subtlety it's yeah. uh ignoring it's 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 uh it's abuse by omission what is that called right like, uh Line you know up. it's pretending it's not there is maybe gaslighting <laughs> the metaphor i don't know i don't know but i kind of know what you're saying um i mm-hmm. think in the uh third day i would give it a little bit more forgiveness just because the 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 the, dream, mm. the the dream the dreamy kind of like nightmare scapish yeah. atmosphere like i feel like you can get away with it because that kind of stuff could potentially okay, be in your but dreams yeah. right there you said yeah. you can get away it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. it's better or worse no. it's just the more quote unquote artistic a piece of uh, media looks the more you yeah. can say it's a metaphor it, it doesn't have yeah. to make sense on its face because if you think about it it makes sense mm-hmm. and it's like eh, not always no, yeah and, no well and i always I, in the first episode i'll give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt for the show as a whole mm-hmm. in that we're gonna see as it progresses it's a bigger story. What it does. Yeah. Like it could be mm-hmm. laying it on thick in that first episode, but then it kind of weans off it because we kind of know the landscape of what's going on, you know? Um, so, so let's talk about that yeah. first episode of the third day. Uh-huh. It, was, it was right smack an hour long. I'm, I do yeah. get a little worried about these new, uh, like uh, these kind of prestige television streaming shows because they don't have to like, line up to the 42 minute like uh you know network type of show right that when they hear hour-long uh uh drama that's a suggestion more than like a rule uh not that you know rules are made to be broken but Uh i think a lot of shows do a very good job of either telling us a story in 42 minutes or making a movie yeah Uh, Uh, and 
I don't know though because I feel like on HBO like everything is uh, most things are actually have broken down obviously and they're like full hour long right like most I series think all have. maybe Westwood pushes it by like a minute or two from time to time uh-huh. and I'm not taking into account the last season of Game of Thrones where they specifically said all of our episodes will be over an hour right. like they yeah, made yeah. that a point yeah yeah uh I, I'm and I'm not just sticking to HBO too I'm talking about any I'm including Netflix I'm including okay. uh, Apple TV and any okay. any strictly streaming uh service that's mm-hmm. putting out prestige television now nowadays which is everyone yeah, yeah uh they yeah i see more and more people pushing the 70 minute mark you know and i'm like make a movie make a tv show they're right. different animals uh i understand people are trying to find an animal in between but maybe it doesn't yeah. exist maybe the human mind is built maybe decades of watching tv in a particular way have have accustomed us to either uh-huh. taking a the hour long drama or watching a movie, but this was so. But this was an hour, right? This was an hour long, right there, right on an hour. Yeah. So well, like, okay, it got it got me right before I got mad at it. Okay, that's fine, but um, uh, but yeah, I would say an hour an hour works fine if it's a sh- if it's a show that deserves an hour, like it has enough going on. Hmm. So like by comparison, uh, Ratchet, which is actually I think at like forty. I want to say less than 50 minutes for that first episode. Yeah, I think it was about 48 minutes if I had to if I remember correctly. Hold on, I think I've got the times right here. Nope. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. 1MBD01. Oh, production. It, it, oh, it doesn't have it on on. Uh, yeah, it MBD. doesn't have it. On, it just has release date production code. Well, but anyways. I, yeah, I specifically, though, was like keeping an eye on that because I, because mm-hmm. so in a, in a ratchet, like a, when it, there's limited kind of main characters and it's mainly focused on one character i see those series more gravitating towards being closer to the 42 to 50 minute kind of okay. old school mark just because like they're they need to be a little so tighter of a story in this particular case you see them flipped and the, uh no i mean right though well i think ratchet has a more of a of a of a cast than than the third day for sure uh yeah but the uh, yeah i don't know it's weird because it because to me ratchet feels more like a tv show whereas third day feels like it is trying to be like part one of a film so that they have a lot of stuff to kind of set up for the world and all this yeah you know? uh, i agree with all that uh to a certain extent uh the only thing is in ratchet did we ever have a scene away from nurse ratchet no, I don't think so. We didn't. We were with her every single like we, well, we didn't except for the see opening. anything she didn't see. Right, except oh, for the except opening. Except for the of the murderer, uh-huh. the, the the murders in the beginning. Right. Uh, yeah, which we'll get when we talk about that show. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that show. The third yeah. the third day or as I like to call it, Silent Hill mate. Mate, mate, mate. Oh, is that what Silent, Silent Hill was? Fucking Silent Hill. It's I mean it's or not. like Wicker I'm Man. Sure Exactly. Well, All I that wrote, kind of stuff. I right? didn't There's write so many... Wicker Man. I wrote Nicolas Cage B remake. That's what I wrote. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But I also Same wrote uh, Mother, which I think it had a lot of similarities uh-huh. to. Uh-huh. Do you remember? Uh huh. And yeah. a lot more than I care to admit mm-hmm. of a little movie called Do You Remember U Turn? Yeah, with uh, Sean Penn. Is that yeah, Sean Penn movie? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a handful of very Billy Bob Thornton. I think it's a, it's a very stacked movie. It's got a really good cast. Yeah, but there's been tons of movies like this. The movie of like somebody ends up somewhere where they shouldn't be, and every move they make seems it's quicksand. Every move you make right. gets you deeper and deeper. That's kind of yeah. You've seen this story before, kind of right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely like a a kind of a thing so far. But I feel like it's gonna morph 
into being a more comfortable in that right. world. Like the guy is not trying to get out necessarily, right? He's trying sure. to actually, he actually ends up getting probably sucked in. So, so now yeah. let me explain what I mean when I say uh, fake Silent Hill. Uh-huh. And I'm going to not say mate at the end anymore because okay. that's bad. <laughs> um, so Silent Hill in the games is usually a metaphor uh-huh. for something inside of you that is bad or wrong or you have done evil. Right. Go to this town because this town calls you because it's kind of like your uh, what's that place between heaven and hell? Purgatory. Uh, Purgatory. It's your purgatory. Yeah. Uh, And it's not your purgatory. It is purgatory. You'll run into other people there that are like, oh, that's what you see. I see something totally different. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's all like that woman, like that woman, like that other woman that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this a lot of and oh and when you go to silent hill you go because you went because you it was your intention to go there and then when you get there truth be told there's monsters go get out of there yeah don't (laughs) why because dream logic is kind of working and you're not really like doing what you think would be logical you're doing what your dream self would do which is usually go deeper into whatever foggy mystery there is because that's interesting or compelling or moving you forward. Right. And I feel like this has a lot of that. It's got a lot of silent Hill silent. So, so in silent Hill, is it all a dream? Is it all like a dream thing or a nightmare? You're going to a place, but it's as if, imagine if like, instead of, uh, like a house being haunted, it's a town that's haunted. Right. And like, instead of like, a haunting being aimed at a person. The person is aimed at the haunting. Right. Okay. That's cool. Like they're they're haunting themselves as they right. Progress they're going through the to thing. the haunting to punish themselves for the evil right. they've done. They're right. not doing it consciously, yeah. but they are doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're in this for. That's what throws me off with some of these. In in this case too, and uh, how we we feel like uh, Jude Law almost like you you expect these kind of people. You're almost yelling at the TV to be like question this thing like why aren't you questioning this why aren't you more in opposition right. which is what kind of what you were saying in it too that's when uh, we go dream logic because right. in a dream you wouldn't question it you right. just go oh that's the next breadcrumb that makes the story continue i'm gonna right. go pick that up yeah 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 and so I, and then by the um by the end of the episode like i started questioning like a lot of things from the very beginning uh in terms of like this like if jude law in some way is set up in a way, but also mm-hmm. like we learned because with the, uh, the money thing, right. That he right. took that he money, I guess himself. he stole it. Yeah. But right. we don't have, yeah, but, we're, we're missing. Uh, part so, of it. okay. So mm-hmm. spoilers for the, for the pilot, obviously go watch the pilot. If you want to hear this conversation or don't, whatever, I'm not your boss. Um, the, uh, the whole revelation comes after an entire episode where I don't think at any point he was being portrayed as a person who's hiding the fact that, he has that money. He was uh-huh. playing a person who truly believes that money is being stolen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that opens up. I think let's talk as a couple of people who've watched enough TV to know where stories go. Yeah. Uh, uh, this might be a, a split personality, multiple personality thing. I was even maybe. thinking like a fugue state situation, like in Breaking maybe. Bad, how they Just use with that, state. where it's like. It's almost the same as a separate personality, only it's yeah. basically a non-personality. Right. right? Yeah, like, like a blank personality. Right, right. Where you don't even, yeah, you disassociate from your Right. You're yourself. no longer anybody. You're just an automaton that's moving. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. So I could see that 
uh, being the case too. Yeah, and then, and then it's like it's like that mixed with, or maybe the fugue state is created out of this person's trauma because obviously he's suffering uh, from the death of a child. Right. Uh, now, out of curiosity, yeah. how many? Uh, for as unsubtle as Ratchet is, right. uh, this show is overly subtle. Not always. How many yeah. times did they ask him if he has any kids? And how oh, yeah. do you remember how many children he has? Because he says it every goddamn time. <laughs> right. Exactly the same and everything. Yeah, yeah. As if he's practiced or something. Right. No, that is true. Yeah, and you're and you're calculating whether or not that it factors in the death of the the other child, you know, or right. whether he's I'm ignoring thinking that. The boy is the dead boy when he says two girls think? and a boy? The, the think? boy is. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, I could see it both ways. I could see where he's just like not even accounting for the, the dead shot. But then again, his usually when you have that dead shot, you're usually bringing that up, right? Like that, that usually comes up when it's explaining how many children you have. So the fact that it's not right. being, it means that there's some kind of disassociation going there. Too, sure. I think. Yeah. And that would happen because the death of the child was da, 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 his fault. Right. <laughs> uh, um, I could be tell you what song was playing yeah. when he made the fatal mistake that killed his child. Wait, what? What song? It was, it was "Dog Days" by Florence the oh. Machine. Oh, yeah. And you because know what's funny? Yeah. That's okay. The song that's in his head when he walks up to that thing and right. he sees himself crying. And that that song is is so counterpoint to what's yes. kind of going on, right? Which is the point, yeah. obviously. But it could be so I've much. Had, that's really good too that the traumatic moment song, like uh, that song that has nothing to do with the traumatic moment. It yeah. just happens to be the one that was playing right. and forever. Like that song haunts you. Yeah. That's a cool idea. I like yeah. it. It's oh, a yeah. well executed, like, no, like it's, using a song that that's, that is, doesn't work with the scene or whatever. Right. No. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I think the term, that's what we like to say in the, in, in the film in the related industry? biz mm-hmm. counterpoint. I like to say counterpoint, you know, oh, counterintuitive, okay. you know, it's like playing against type, playing against sure. playing against type. Also a term. Yeah. Um, type is a term. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so the thing is too. Yeah. Cause then it's what we say what, when you say, um, uh, it was his fault that could easily be taken from him as a yeah. character as like literally his head was turned listening to that song right. and his kid walked off a cliff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and no, then it's like, I'm, oh, my fault. I say it was his fault because I want to keep the widest possible, like, <laughs> because yeah. I don't think the show has really given us enough to guess. Uh, yeah. And I'm that's coming from, like, I sat there and took the pilot apart to try to figure out what what mystery they're selling me. Right. And uh, I I don't think I was fully sold. I still like the okay. idea that there's a there's a live version or there's a weird yeah, like in the middle. That's the still middle fascinating episode. to me. Yeah, yeah. That stars Jude Law on top of oh, it. Yeah. That's interesting too. Well, and it could be the uh, whole cast, right? It could be the majority yeah, of the cast. Yeah. Um but uh but uh this episode didn't sell me. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I felt like it was just a like a huge just uh, setup. It's just all just like initial setup with because there's a lot of hintings. Remember with things that relate to his past and him saying like, "Oh, I think I've been here before," right? And then other people are saying like, "Oh, welcome back," kind of stuff like that or whatever. And that's, so and that's why I was using the Silent Hill thing be- uh-huh. and the dream thing is because it's not. It doesn't feel like it's going to reveal at the end that. 
yeah, they saw him, and then the, and the reason why they are, or the reason why that place is familiar is because he was there when we remember the. No, the reason it is going to be some sort of metaphysical, like yeah. magic oh, reason, right? For sure, yeah, yeah. It has it has to be that we're we're slowly going down a spiral into mm-hmm. chaos, like an, it, it we'll perceive as chaos from the outside, but within his but, world, right. I think could be actually a cleansing of some sort. Right. Like a, right. a uh, like passing through, like you say, like, cause if you're in purgatory to get out of that, mm-hmm. you got to go through, you know, or you got to exist within that. Well, that's, that's area. a fun thing about Silent Hill. And I'm, uh-huh. if, if this is a similar story, I'm curious if they would take it a similar way. They can't because it's not a video game. Uh-huh. The thing about Silent Hill is it is purgatory. And at the end of purgatory, you go to either heaven or hell. And in the oh. game, very much could go to either heaven or hell at yeah. the end of the game. Depending and on like, how you exist. How you played the game. Right. Which you did. Right. The choices you made. Yeah. Wow. Like uh, so, oh yeah, it's super. The the number two, or Silent Hill 2, which is considered like the best story, is very, very good. And the canon ending, because all the endings exist, but there's one canon ending uh-huh. that if, if, if forever a future game relates to that game, they will be using that ending as the end that happened. Uh-huh. The canon ending is he paddles himself into a lake and drowns. Oh, wow. That's the good ending wow. that you get. Yeah. After realizing that going to Silent Hill because his dead wife sent him a letter saying come to our secret or come to our special place. Yeah. Uh, so he went to Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, because his dead of cancer wife sent him a, a letter to come there. And then the whole by the end of the, sh- the game, you realize, oh no, she didn't die of cancer. Um, he was sick of taking care of her for being sick, so he smothered her. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. it's wild, man. Yeah. But, it comes out of nowhere. But then, then does no, that work? Really oh, it's all meta- the whole game is metaphor. He meets a girl uh, who looks just like his wife, but like sexed up. So like, and then like, it's in juxtaposition of like, well, it was his sexual frustration while she was sick that he couldn't like bang, right. and like, and like his disgust at himself that that was his priorities, but it was still yeah. his priorities. So he's yeah. like compounds disgust on top it's very cool it's a really really cool story and i can see this story being very similar like like you get there he's arriving with a particular mindset and as this island reveals truths about himself both to the audience and kind of reminding him of these truths yeah we realize that our hero is in fact the villain or something like that right that's kind of where i feel like where we're going what do you think oh uh yeah that could I could see some aspect of that. Again, it's it's like perce- you're talking from the perception of the viewer, obviously, where we're going to perceive yeah. him as maybe some kind of uh, a villain. But in terms of his life or his like reckoning, you know, maybe that's depends. Yeah, depends on depends. what. Yeah. Is it a guilt ending or is it a like? I feel like it's not going to be that black and white too. I feel like it's going to be way more gray, uh, just mm-hmm. based on what I, we've seen so far. I feel like it's kind of playing both sides. Yeah. Um, also, like the creator. This doesn't necessarily say anything one way or the other, but the creator did uh, Utopia. You know that, right? He's right. the creator of Utopia yeah. as well. So, yeah, it, it, obviously Utopia is like a beautiful looking, very like colorful type mm-hmm. show and stuff. So um, just in that way, yeah, I feel like it's not going to just play too just like, like definitely this is not about a heaven or hell type situation like mm-hmm. Silent Hill, obviously. Yes. It's going to be way more ambiguous, I think, and just kind of artful for art's sake in a, in a lot of ways. Which is fine with me. Like I'm, I'm totally down with that kind of a. As long as the world is like takes you deep, 
the original deep. utopia definitely did a lot of zigging when it should have zagged and all right, that it right. definitely was a show made by a person who's used to watching uh tv tropes and then yeah. subverting them mm-hmm. or at least at the time wanted to subvert them and then succeeded in doing right. so at least as far as i got through utopia i got about two-thirds of the way and i just fell off i know i know uh, i got i got i never finished it either and I, there's two seasons so i gotta get yeah now this this uh pilot sets up a whole bunch of tropes again there are a lot of uh stereotypical situations mm-hmm. in this pilot uh and a handful of them have been flipped on their head a little bit yeah or or, or fully been turned out to just not be yeah, where they're going yeah. or whatever yeah yeah so give him the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna watch another episode of this i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt uh and say he does know how to like fake you out if you think you know too much about how tv goes right and but that many stereotypes stacked on top of each other still worries me yeah like too gimmicky or not gimmicky enough i don't know i I know yeah it's a weird it is a weird thing to like like a weird balance this is not a sentence is metaphor Two metaphor? That's <laughs> well, that's what, what I wrote. Is. I wrote bug metaphor, sign of things to come, uh, hashtag mm-hmm. foreshadow, sure. or is he the bug letting loose smaller bugs that we're going to see you over time? You know what time? the answer is? Both. Do you know what the answer Everything. is? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is it this or that? There's yes. So There's so many metaphors, man. I know. There's so but, many, like, what does this mean? Nothing. Just the idea. Come on. You ever see a, you never saw Annihilation, right? The uh, no, the movie from the I guy didn't. that Ex Machina I made. Want, yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie about the Shimmer, right? The Shimmer, yeah. Like there's a like shimmer a Shimmer in the yeah, yeah. in the. Uh, in no, the, it's something I see. It's on. It's yeah. on a list somewhere. Yeah, because I'm curious what you would think uh, uh, in terms of this kind of relating to to some of that as well in terms of similar story ideas and like uh, yeah, like a lot of like metaphor, but it's like metaphor that's within the the alien world that's being taken over on earth and stuff like that. So, and now if that's, that's fun to me, like, or something like a rival or where there's metaphor, but there's also the thing that's happening. Like, like don't sacrifice the thing that's happening to make the metaphor more richer, fuller. Right. If that means that the thing that's happening looks like nonsensical gibbledy gosh, that's not a word. Uh, (laughs) But like gobbledygook, yeah, like, you're looking for gobbledygook. That, there you go. that would have worked better for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the but yeah, like mm-hmm. when you, the way that they're setting up the stuff and the, it's so you know. Oh no, I'll take it back. You know what this reminded me a lot of is the pilot of Lost, where uh-huh. it's all about mystery. How many mysteries can we line up? Yeah. Like how many odd things can you be like odd? But right. the story is going this way, so here we go. Like <laughs> yeah. we'll leave that aside for later yeah, if yeah. we get. To. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's kind of, I, that's it's a, it's a little exhausting. It's yeah. I would give this like you're saying the benefit of the doubt as well because we're getting this structure like they're saying with the episodes where. Uh, let me see if I get the names again of the episodes because there's like that. This is called summer, right? Episode one, mm. or it says it's it just says summer, which yeah, I think I means that I it's. Else. Oh no! It's on Amazon. It was called The Father. That's right. I oh, that. right. But you saw. It. Oh, so okay. But the, right. the it's yeah. actually divided. Well, the is called summer. This the whole segment is called summer. No, I think the first three episodes are all summer, and then that middle That's one. Number. I mean, yeah, yeah. So oh, the first I, half. I, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't think of. I thought the middle one was its own section. I thought it was three sections. The three, the three, the middle yeah. section, and then the three. 
That's what I'm saying. So the first three are summer, and then the middle one's right. winter or but like the fall first or whatever. Episode is the father. Yeah, yeah. It's just called the father. Yeah. The second one's called the son. The third one's called the ghost. Speaking of which, we should probably. I want to poke into uh, since we're talking metaphor, we should also talk about uh, uh, word usage. Uh, first of all, the uh-huh. third day obviously mm-hmm. refers to the creation myth myth uh what was the third day do you remember do you god remember? created the land the seas the plants and the trees oh the third day oh so, that makes sense earth metaphor right earth metaphor y- like, yeah not specifically i was thinking maybe because we're seeing friday saturday sunday that sunday mm-hmm. might be uh, a thing because it's the third day and then we go into the play right after that meaning that's a transformation point potentially for the show but i like your idea yeah yeah i like your thing with where they mentioned soil and uh, salt and soil yeah they're just constantly mentioning that that the that god created the land and the seas in the third day means that this has to do with the land and the sea right uh that's one metaphor we're playing with we've also yeah. got i don't know if you noticed the met the very very blatant uh uh not metaphor uh-huh. but like uh, theme of sobriety yeah. that's kind of uh hanging over everything oh um uh well you said sobriety right yes well i mean alcohol and sobriety right uh, right right yeah uh they, well it's okay. just made by uh by a uh, person who ran a um what's that called uh, like a distillery uh-huh. uh the original uh occupants were all like uh prisoners and shit right like uh criminals i mean right and but the island itself is sober right no, no, no i didn't not. hear that no, yeah because they were getting the drunk yeah uh, the girl the girl says she doesn't drink and then she immediately is like yeah. give me a drink yeah yeah so and like everyone helps themselves to the booze everyone just walks back there and drinks nobody like yeah, it's not run for they, money purposes, I don't think. Yeah, like they're not. And they even give the little girl or little girl, the teenage girl, a, a big mug of beer to down. Oh, did to they? Kind of stay yeah, yeah. When oh, she comes back crying. Oh, 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 I didn't even notice that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, but I then. It might be the thing I was watching. Anyways, that's fine. We, but yeah, the, yeah they're, they're making a big deal about like uh, drinking and not drinking. Like that's. There's something. It's a, it's a topic that's come there's, up several times already. Yeah, and that could easily be like if every aspect of this island is related to somehow his psyche and whatever, then it's like that could easily be one part of that. Right. You know? And then uh, I was going to ask you what you thought of um, the uh, the little girl. So I thought of this. I ran. I, I watched this in a weird state of mind because I was kind of getting tired as this was going because I kind of got up early to like uh, just start watching stuff, just get the day going. In, in general, that's what I do anyway. But I, I know I'm going to hit a wall probably at some point around like noon or whatever, and then I'm going to take a nap. And so I, mm-hmm. I, time, I didn't mean to time this, but I kind of timed it in a weird way where I was like half dazedly watching like the first 10 or 15 minutes. And then I took a nap. And then I, during my nap, I thought of the fact that maybe all the hanging stuff with the girl was a setup potentially in a way that get him Tricky. to go there. Yeah. yeah. To get him to like could take her back to the island. You know, the only way I could see that being true is if the little child was also in on it. And it seems like the little child's like leading him is too good. Like I wouldn't think of no, the child's not real. Like I don't think the child is real. Like that, I think the child is in his mind, then, no, but, but then but too that, many things <laughs> like, yeah, because like the hanging, the child was involved in the hanging, you know, like, yeah, yeah. She, she, well, that's so the thing. Like, and so the girl's connected know, like, then. 
the show was operating on two levels outside of his thinking. Subconsciously, he's inventing a child, but also the town is fucking with them with the girl hanging herself. That no, seems no. like too many things. But and I don't think it's the town. It. I think I think it's all supposed to be like maybe uh, like he has to end up there. It's all faded. It's like a faded thing that he, yeah, he needs I get to end that. up. Yeah. So it's like I'm just thinking about all the pieces in play no, that I, put it there. I don't think, like I don't. I. It's possible the the man. Uh, it's possible Jude Law is seeing the kid and no one else is. But I don't think the kid appearing and the nonsense on the island are divorced of each other. Like he's not seeing the no. kid because of his guilt over seeing the kid divorced from he's on the island because this island dragged him there if if yeah those two things are happening they have to be connected and if they have to be connected the island is making the child not his mind right yeah i know yeah i'm just i was just trying to think there because like remember the there's a moment too where the girl walks away and he like debates whether trying to make make it over the causeway or go to her and then he sees himself go to her i think but he doesn't, yeah. right? He sees like a an alternate reality where he does not. He gets out of his car and goes to her, or we see somebody walk towards her, but then fades away. I thought, or something, you know. So it's like uh, I, I took that yeah. as because then the car speeds off out of nowhere, you know. Right. Well, so, okay. He yeah. He drives. He he gets in the car. He looks around at everybody, looking at everything he's doing. You in mm-hmm. any other show, you would be like, oh, he's gonna end up deciding to stay or whatever. But yeah. no, he doesn't. He drives off and he doesn't make. Then he sees, right. he gets out of his car, he sees the kid, he chases the kid. Yeah. Chases the kid over to where the, the kid leads him drunk. to the guy. Yeah, the dad. Yeah. Drunk in front of the big house. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Uh there the guy pees next to him, doesn't notice somebody feels like somebody's watching him and then walks yeah. away. Yeah. Uh Jude Law then appears back in town. Uh well, yeah. no, he stands up in the grass, takes two steps, and is in town, which makes me think right. did the show convince me he crawled all the way back to town without getting up from the grass <laughs> like he just because yeah. i don't imagine where he got down when he stood up and then yeah because no the big house was in front of him there was so much space the town wasn't there right. but he stands up walks forward and is in the town so like he was on the ground where the guy was peeing he was on the ground when he got to the town yeah. so either he's up walked over there got back down on the ground crawled a little bit more then stood up or he crawled the entire distance from the beach to the town or or we're back in metaphysical world where it's like he or it's yes, like exactly. yeah it's, it's all just like and when yeah. he got up from the beach place he magically teleported to the next place where the next part of the story was happening right right yeah it's like a lot yeah. of stuff that i don't like to ask that get super specific on having to understand and question like everything that's happening but because a lot of that's i think it's just going to iron itself out or it's things that are fun then to look back on once we understand things and be like oh, okay that's how they i don't do that. i don't agree with that because i think that's that type of thinking puts me in the position where then they do the where i go ah it'll all work itself out in the end and then the reveal comes where i go you're right it was a dream or a spell or something yeah. and then they and you go yeah and then you go look back at the thing and goes wait a second it doesn't work it doesn't work because it was never going to work that's why they didn't give me any clues. They just gave me the big reveal at the end, and they go, that's why the rest of this was this. But if you go back and watch it, knowing that in the past, it yeah. usually doesn't work. Usually, they'll feed right. you the idea, and you see it relate to. In other uh-huh. words, I'm, I don't consider it a nitpick when I go, he got down at the beach, and he got up at the, at the town, because I'm not nitpicking. I'm trying yeah. to determine as early as possible whether the show is giving me a dream narrative or 
like a realistic one yeah because i need i want to hold that up to that i want it to right. live up to don't give me a thing pretending to be real and then at the end being say oh all that fake stuff that happened it's because it was all dreamy right and then I'm, well that's not it's a cheap uh you know are you getting am i making sense yeah 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 that's why i'm like i'm trying to uh, grapple with the time of him that already seems kind of dreamy before he gets to the island right like it's all like weird in the woods right it's kind of like there's well, similar yeah, color he off in the middle of nowhere like he's literally like in an empty barren like seaside yeah. i think what yeah seaside? he's I he uh, I don't remember. I just remember thinking of what's that show? Uh, uh, the one with the dead kid at the beginning uh, with Doctor Who and the lady from uh, The Favorite. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Briar? Something Briar? Briar Patch? Briar Patch? No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it looked like a, I, it just reminded me of that show, Coastal British Town. Sure. But um, no, oh, Christchurch? I, I think Christchurch. Christchurch. Wasn't okay. it called? Well, Broadchurch. Sorry, Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking he's out there. He's in the middle of nowhere. He's disconnected with everybody. He's talking to Adley on the phone, right? Right. Now, who is Adley? Wait, the African guy or the wife? Mm-hmm. He talks to his wife at one point, he's right? Talking, he talks to both, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he, I know he talks to either one or the That's other. Right at the beginning. Yeah. He talks right at the to, beginning. Well, he says he talks to his wife. Yeah, right. Like no, but we there's no reason we have to believe him. No, yeah, and it's a weird shot. It's like an overhead floating shot that doesn't feel like real in a lot of ways. Also, yeah. remind me about the editing. Am I wrong or right in saying like that? Like tense conversation on the phone that he has is shot with a lot of like cuts, so that it no, kind of it it's looks not, tense. It's it was, not cuts. Yeah. It's it's super short focus and like very close on his eyeballs. Maybe it's like super it. close up, so it doesn't feel. But the te- it's a it's a shot to be tense, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 for Maybe sure. Even like where he might just be talking to himself. Uh, yeah. I mean, or it's just like, yeah, it's like a going through the motions thing that he's just like dealing with because it's just yeah, there's just weird timing to everything because it's like as soon as I saw the little shirt, I was like, oh, okay, dead kid, right? It's like we know yeah, right. there's a dead yeah uh, dead kid or something. I as soon as I saw him crying the way he was, I was like, oh. right. You only ever show adults cry like that over yeah. dead children. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's yeah, the like what else happened? You law. Right. Cry like that. Right. Yeah. Um, like there's a different kind of cry, cry for like the love of your life when they die in movies. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're like uh, parents, I guess, or brothers and sisters. That's uh-huh. the only other people you're allowed to cry for, I think, in movies. Right. Yeah. And then the fact that he's observing a kid trying to kill themselves also, also involving a, another dying child. It's like almost uh, right. too. It gives convenient. him the opportunity to be a savior when he couldn't be in the past. Right. Exactly. So that yeah, that all just exactly. seems so convenient to me that that's why I was saying about the hanging there's situation. That, that yeah, there's something there's like where yeah. the town is catering to your darkness, to the right. darkness inside of you. Right. The town molds itself to be your experience. Yeah. That's Silent. Very Silent Hill. Okay. Very, cool. Very, yeah. And if they take that to the to the next level then uh then well, I think okay that could be fun uh, here's a couple notes that i found that'll that'll back up a little bit of what we've been saying some of the quotes of the people uh or or, or of the of the citizens of this town mm-hmm. she says 
mm-hmm. uh, while they're driving by, she says, I can't find the line exactly, but she says something to the extent of, you would be surprised what these people are capable of. Oh, right. Um, uh-huh. I'm talking about the town. Oh, you wouldn't believe what these people are capable of. That's uh-huh. something she says. The guy says, helping people is what this place is all about. That's super Silent Hill sounding to yeah. me. Like, yeah. Isn't it? It sounds like this place is all about you coming here and then we do what you need yeah. to move forward. Right. Or, or to suffer for whatever crime you've done. Also yeah. possibility. You know, like. Yeah. You know what else did this too? You haven't seen Midsummer, right? I don't think. Mm-hmm. Midsummer? Yeah. Midsummer? Yeah. Like Nicholas Cage's movie. I got the idea. I think I got it with Nicholas Cage B's movie about the same yeah. thing right yeah it's like similar because her family dies and then she goes off to with her boyfriend to this uh place that's uh yeah in the middle of sweden or whatever and then she becomes to get over her yeah. grief kind of you know it's like she uh with her and she be she's the focus of the cult right she Their becomes yeah her yeah like other people were insignificant or even useful in getting her yeah Right, right. Yeah, yeah it wasn't maybe like fated that she was going to be the one, but the uh, they kind of scouted. They saw her in the scouting report, so to speak, with the uh, with the boyfriend. And so once she was there, it seemed like it just worked out. Like somebody has to be picked to be the the uh, you know focus of their you know tribal stuff. Somebody to look right. towards as like a a figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who might then become like a member and stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. So I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. like. Oh, we're not thinking of like who the who the protagonists are of this show. Uh, we talked about it. I think that the protagonist of the second half is a is a a black woman, right? Oh, you know, I was just seeing that in a, in an image on IMDb as well. Yeah, the episode called "The Mother," which is interesting. Here's another yeah. thing this uh-huh. show brought up a bunch: uh, racism. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, there a number of times they brought up African people living in uh, Britain and how yeah. they're perceived or how they're, but whether I, they're accepted or not. Right. But I kind of like how the main guy, like for the, for the bar is kind of playing both sides and he's kind of like, Oh, you know, a lot of people like don't like the, uh, Somali people, you know, and I, you know, I don't really believe what they say about them, you know, that they're troublemakers the, or whatever. I think that that guy, I can't remember his name, a dumbass, uh, <laughs> ass, uh, horse's ass, something, whatever his wife calls him. Um, yeah. he was the only interesting character to me. Like, yeah, that was the character I gave a shit about because he because uh, he, he's that kind of guy that could go either way. Right. Where he seems like he could either be like just be straight up like or he could yeah. end up being the savior. Like he could yeah. be like the one good guy in the scary town. Right. Right. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why they talk shit to him. They make fun of him. They get mad at him for getting involved. And he just kind of brushes it all off. Yeah. He's just like smiles and laughs. and's like people, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, that very easily mean he could very easily be the one decent person there and is always just kind of like trying to like he, he is. He's always saying like, oh, he's a good guy about horrible people. <laughs> like, no, they're not. <laughs> but maybe that's part of it. Maybe he lets that slide and like or that this dude could be the devil. Like he could be the right. main antagonist here. And the whole time he's just like, you know, shit eating grin kind of a. Yeah, it looks like there's a preacher. Uh, character that's do we see a preacher in this? I don't think in this I'm first one. To look into the to the people who were in it and the characters coming up too much. Uh huh. Just, Just to give stuff away. Like, I'm some. already making so many. Uh, um, oh, it's Patty Considine. I didn't I didn't realize that's yeah. who that was. Yeah. Oh, he's the dad in uh, Broadchurch, isn't he? 
Not the debt, or the, he's somebody in that, isn't he? No, no, no. He's the uh, plumber, isn't he? He's a bald guy, isn't he? Uh, let's see. Isn't he the guy that up. they think? The guy that they try to put it all on him, and he's oh. like, no, what the hell? right? Maybe. Yeah. That's like the dad's buddy. The dad's like, like, bro, that. No, he that, looks like he looks like him, but I don't see it in his IMDb, so I don't. Yeah, think I don't see it in his. I yeah. just looked through all his. He's in a million things you've seen. Yeah, he's been. Uh, he's been in the uh, the Nick Frost Simon Pegg movies. Oh, he was uh, just in a. That's funny. He's in another HBO show because he was just in uh, The Outsider. That's right. He gets but yeah, possessed. He's tons of stuff that we've we've all seen. You haven't uh, seen The Outsider, right? You would really like that show. I think you should check that out. Yeah, you should check that. I don't know if I remember which one that was. All right, should we get to oh, Ratchet? Sorry. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I read the whole story yeah. before it came out. For like I read a synopsis of the story. For the third day? Of, yeah. Oh, The Outsider. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. When I found out it was a Stephen King thing, I was like, I'm never going to watch this, but I want to know what the story is. So I read No, you thing. should. I think you should watch it. But now I, I know what happens. Yeah, but I think how they go about it, it, you could find, I think you could find that pretty interesting because it plays both okay. sides of the, the supernatural versus uh, kind right. of real world. Yeah. Convincing. I what it takes to convince. Yeah. Huh? Row the fence on whether you should believe everything you see or not. Yeah, and uh, it, yeah. Oh, and that again, grieving child situation with yeah. the main guy. So, I, and this is oh, uh, I didn't realize. I also didn't realize that was Emily Watson. That for sure, I yeah. did not realize. Emily oh, Watson yeah, for sure. Uh, she looks so much less glamorous always. Whenever she's in a movie, they always glamour her down, and I always uh-huh. think of her in Punch Drunk Love, and I'm like, no, that's what she looks like. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's been in so many the things way going back. Punch Drunk Love is like, yeah, that's Emily Watson. Yeah. Anyways, so we saw this show, Dan. We're looking forward-ish to the next parts of it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it, the- it feels they're making it feel like an event thing. It's not like a show that's going to have multiple yeah. seasons. So, uh, Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm better it. with that than with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to the other show that that uh we record we're going to record about today uh which mm-hmm. definitely looks like they'd love to see a few seasons of I, I was just looking at it and it says that sarah paulson is in 18 episodes and i was like thinking this it was, is only, uh, it's only nine how many eight or nine <laughs> so it's already got a second season so it's got okay. a second season yep yeah. Yep. Yeah. which is fine i'm fine with that actually because i like that they planning they're planning out things in advance a little bit so they can kind of structure better so I definitely get the impression you are going to be more positive on this uh, show. I'm going to be more yeah. negative, maybe. Okay. And I think it might have straight to do with just the movie. But let's find out. Oh, you mean just the uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoos? Our relationship with the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoos. Yes, yes. Yeah. What did you um, think of the show Ratchet, Dan? Yeah, I was I was sucked into it pretty good. I was like I was like kind of on the fence with uh, just going in, uh, considering the, the Rotten Tomato score was like in the 60s. And it didn't have like a like a great. It was kind of one of those that oh, it uh, looks great, uh, but like a lot of the, the story stuff doesn't maybe come together. Well, yeah, you're right, and I saw that too. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask you. This is a Ryan Murphy show. Ryan Murphy has made uh, all the American horror and American crime story shows. He's also yeah. made uh, Glee. Was it? Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, he made uh, Betty and June, the uh, feud, the story of Betty and June. Uh, June. Uh, yeah. He also did Pose, I think. Pose, yeah. 
Uh-huh. I'm missing another big one. Uh, Nip, Nip Tuck was the early one. His first one. That's not the one I was thinking, though. Uh, you said uh, Amer- both the American Crime and the American Horror American Stories. Crime yeah. Stories. That's uh, the OJ show, as most people would know it. Uh, and uh, yeah, all seven or eight seasons of American Horror Story. Uh-huh. Seeing all that, knowing all that, how are people going? This looks great, but doesn't have much story. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> well, I would say that, not, I mean, not, when not you, always. what? Not always. Yeah, but the, okay, so in this case, it's different because it's a, uh, it's more a singular approach, right? Where we're following one character and that literally where the lighting and things change based on uh, this character functioning in the world, right? So like the, when the lights turn green, right? Like a, so over the top that it's like, and I don't mind. I don't, I really, I don't know. I don't, that I don't mind that. What? I mound. Yeah. I don't know what my did. That the green, the fucking uh the Grinch stole Christmas moment of the fucking show. Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem with that. Wait, what the hell was that? Well, I did her grow two sizes too small as yes. the fucking light came down. It's so yes. stupid. But yeah. anyways. No, I didn't mind it because it fits with like what it's setting up from the beginning. It doesn't have to be. It's not trying to be the, uh, for sure. Like one like, flew over the cuckoo's nest, like a very naturalistic world. What's any that? depth? No depth for sure. What do you mean? No depth. Show. It's all surface. Everything's on the surface. They're not. There's no like minutia yeah. to pick through. Everything well, is. Certain. It's like a table of fancy food. There's nothing under the table. Don't even look but, down there. But that what. Empty. You didn't find it interesting, though. At least we're getting like a, a speech when she's talking to the Italian guy, even though she convinces him to kill himself. She does give a certain kind of backstory to her past yeah, and her. I, no, I didn't appreciate that at all. I thought she sat down to him and vomited her backstory. It was fucking insulting. It was insulting for an actress of the caliber of Sarah Paulson to have to pull her weight that goddamn hard to make that scene even watchable. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, th- I think with, with somebody like. We need we need some backstory, right? We need something. Like you don't have to. This is the most simple. This is but, the number one. But yeah. if you can, if you can show it, I mean, if you can if you can tell us, okay, she is telling us. But at the same time, it's a, it's a combination to me because she's doing it in a way that she's like, she's giving us this information, but she's also yeah vomiting it onto the Italian guy to convince him to do something that's going to benefit her. But at the same time, as the audience, we get to kind of pick up on now not sympathize we're not trying to sympathize with her obviously like what not convincing at all you're right she did talk about something that would benefit her and in a way that sounded like it would benefit her not him so i was not sold when he was like you're right i should kill myself i was like from that speech hell no even like somebody like in that state would be like i'm still gonna wait it out all right i don't know dude because like no and and you know what you Mm -hmm. said no they kind of did show and tell but i disagree i think she i think literally they had to do a very ryan murphy thing of shooting the scene from super far away but giving you this beautiful architecture of a scene for like half the runtime of that scene because nothing was happening. It's just her talking. So they had to pull back and give you something to look at because otherwise it was just a back and forth. It was a, it was a, what's that called? An AB scene. Uh-huh. It was just a, what's that called when the camera just jumps between their faces? There's a name know. for it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, they added that scene the, like a, like a, an establishing shot in the middle of a conversation because we had nothing else to look at it's beautiful it looks gorgeous every the whole shot yeah. beautiful 
has nothing to do with the scene. It didn't mean anything. It wasn't talking about anything. It wasn't mentioning something about what's happening in the scene. It was because the scene would have been too boring to watch if they didn't change the camera. Well, I don't know. There's there's something though that's done when you have like a character that's just gonna go like on a monologue, right? Because it's not a play, right? So it's a TV show. So you have to have a way to film that if you are choosing to say we're going to have a monologue here how you how do you do that in a way and then you don't want to cut too much because it takes away from the the character's performance like the actor's performance right so that's like usually a a sign of a bad movie with like kind of poor acting is that we're cutting in a scene when we don't really need to so unuseful yeah so in this so in that i don't mind that because uh, I'm, I'm already pulled in by the dialogue so then whatever's going on with the camera if it's a single shot like that then i don't i don't mind no. it for me because i'm seeing her full, I like full mind, but you just did say that the wrong thing to do is make an an unuseful sh- cut and yeah. i do believe that cut is unuseful Anyways, all right. All right. the show continues to suck, and I will I will write all my reasons why. I'm the one who wanted to watch this, by the way. I'm the one who pushed yeah. for this show. Well, and you were uh, saying no matter – oh, yeah, well, no matter what, we're going to – you're going to watch it anyway. I, right? so I was like, going to watch it because, like I said in our September episode, yeah. I love One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Right. I love Nurse Fred as a character, even if I hate her as a uh, person on screen. Yeah. She's a fantastic villain, a wonderful villain. Yeah. But so that's – so that that's the – there can be a disconnect, like you're saying, with uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and this, in that mm-hmm. all this stylization and everything. But I feel like it's taking us, it's her show, right? It's her It's her own show, and okay, we're, we're going into her psyche. One Flew is pretty stylistic, too. It maybe doesn't pop colorfully as much, but it's pretty, It it they have similar, like, aesthetics as far as, like, the shot, shot, uh, the composition, a lot of uh, those... What, and I think this is part of the architecture of the time, but there's mm. everything is straight lines, like with soft curves where they meet. Like yeah. everything is, you know, well, like Art Deco. That was 70s though, right? That took place in the, yeah, uh, the Art Deco style of, of but not this, 70, I don't, Yeah, well, this sorry, is the 40s, the 40s versus the 70s, right? So we'll see a little bit difference in the, like that to me felt like the. Yeah, but no, no, no. But the. Yeah, but in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, the building is built in the the, the whole thing. Almost, almost the entire movie takes place in the in the uh, what do you call the, it? The mental yeah, institution, right? Uh, and it's a building of that time. Uh-huh. It has all the style stylisms of that. So even if the movie takes place in the seventies, it looks old because it takes place in an old place. Right. Which so, is, which is why I was like, I kind of like seeing where this took place in the in forty seven and forty eight. It's well, like a I was gonna state say, of the art. Yeah, that's what they said, right? Because the guy like loves this. The the guy who runs it is saying like, "Oh, I got this great hospital that's doing all this cutting edge stuff and mm-hmm. everything." But so okay, so that wasn't. I was thinking that it's possible too that at that time in the '40s, maybe mental hospitals were thought of more as resort ish places, like they were treated more, uh, like like a like a like. I don't know how to say it, like a more humanistic no, no. approach to what I, yeah. you, the treatment style. You know, I'm trying to remember that movie. Ah, oh, what is it? Where they and the girl goes to like a spa slash mental facility. Uh-huh. It's not. It's the one where Josh Brolin yells for more pancakes in Japanese. Oh like, yeah, well, Inherent Vice. Inherent Vice. Yeah, they have a place like that in Inherent Vice, right? Oh, and isn't that in the seventies as well? That's in the seventies. Yeah. Well, in the 70s like cuckoo's nest but right, don't right. they there's like a hospital but it looks like it's a like, resort oh but it's uh-huh. like it's a 
hospital, hospital. Right. But, okay. Yeah. So maybe sorry, might actually, that might be a rehab. Now that I think of it. Yeah, but still, like, uh, similar, so maybe they similar. were. Yeah, maybe the forties were more like a rehab-ish style. But they were also that was also a time, and obviously we see it with this with this uh, this uh, ethnic uh, character that that commits suicide. Uh, yeah. This is a time when people would shuffle off their problematic family members. Right. right. And this is like, like maybe nothing was even that wrong. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it's interesting, right? That she, cause she, I, they don't ever say what was wrong with her brother, right? Which we learn is the killer guy, right? The right. Uh, uh, Edmund I mean, Tullison. But they basically, say that their mother was abused right and eventually gave up her children yeah i was trying they said that um they took her away from her parents and then they took away from her brother we get the story from the brother to the priest oh yeah what did he say says well he basically says you knocked my mother up and then got rid of her oh right oh yeah i forgot about Uh, okay and then this then uh paulson's character feels a little more in throughout the rest of the episode and then right. at the end. Right. Okay. I think that's the, yeah, their mother gave both of them up uh, as babies. Yeah. But that guy, so the father, the priest was the dad to both of them or just maybe one of them. I, we don't know. We don't even I, know. I don't know that yet. But, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they, there's, oh, there's another thing I want to talk about this show that that's a little uh, odd uh-huh. and, and it goes back to that visual aesthetic. Do uh-huh. you also see a little bit of like '90s scary chic sort of like Beetlejuice, Tim Burtony kind of a yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, with just the very stark color, color mm-hmm. choices, right? Like uh, things are just either just like black and white, just like red, right? right? Everything's and, red. And or everything's I feel like certain things are made to be spooky without being inherently spooky, right? Like yeah, bright welcomingness is what's spooky about them. Yeah, is what's creepy about. Them. You know, yeah, like bad, making those bad. even even those painted black pillars. I think they're black, yeah, right? Yeah, in the in the yeah, lobby, yeah. it just looked like straight up like exactly. ugh, it's like ominous. Very yeah. much it like you would imagine they were placed there to be beautiful and aesthetically pleasing, right? But they actually give a sense of dread or, or, yeah. or creep. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And, and so it, I see that, and I uh, I almost wish the show while visit with a visual aesthetic it does it's it's going that way i wish it would do that with its narrative i wish it was wacky creepy or maybe it was a little and i hate i hate naming other properties and trying to say what i want the show to be more like because that's not fair it should be its own thing i'm Uh just saying things that are similar and i think much more successful i think of tim bernie shit i think of american horror story to be honest uh obviously very similar because they're from the same guy. Yeah. And AHS doesn't always succeed, but when it does, it's great. It does a really good job of being weird and scary. Uh huh. That's what it's funny you say that because I, I just literally, before we recorded, I saw a headline that said uh, Ratchet is trying to be like American Horror Story, but it's like the worst of all the mm-hmm. American Horror well, Stories things. It's trying to be American Horror Story, but it's trying to use the tools that Fargo uses. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are not those 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 tool sets are not for the same job. Yeah, like you can't you can't apply Fargo quirk to American Horror Story gore. Right. And, and, and yeah, yeah, monstrosities. Right. Like that doesn't those aren't quirky. Those things aren't quirky. Lady Gaga's yeah. character was quirky because she's quirky. 
yeah. Lady Gaga sucking the blood out of a lifeless body is not quirky. It's horror. You right. know, like that's the matter of she's quirky. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're trying to be oddball, odd duck looking uh-huh. in a scary, monstrous world. And I don't think it's working. Yeah. I don't, at least not as a pilot. Are you going to, yeah, are you going to keep going though just to see? No, I'm done. No. Are you done? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I love that character. I love that world. And I'm not, I'm not like the people who's like, who's ruining my childhood or whatever people say about, (laughs) you know, remakes and shit like that. Yeah. No, this doesn't remove the fact that everyone listening to my voice right now should watch one flew over the cuckoo's nest. If you have not before. Yeah. If you have before, watch it again. It's good. And Uh, it's very good. And I think it's interesting to think about uh, how she ends up. Well, because obviously, yeah, she went there because her her brother was going to be there, so she had to be uh, right. a worker her in this place. Is to save her brother. Yeah. If while she's there, she happens to I don't know cure the world's horniness or other random shit she wants to do. Yeah. Hey, what the hell? She'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, her point for being there is to get her brother back. Uh, yeah. Cause then I looked it up cause I was, I forgot where, uh, maybe this is trivia for you. One flew over the cuckoo's nest take place. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Wait, I'm sorry. Do you remember there? where, where one flew over the cuckoo's nest takes place, where Miss Ratchet's from? Um, do you remember any of this? I always, I assumed it was new England, but I don't think I know. It's Oregon actually, I think is oh, what I, it says. No, I probably wouldn't have guessed that's yeah. I got, I don't, when I think of like Vietnam, uh, draft Dodgers, I don't yeah. think of like the north the pacific northwest you know like <laughs> yeah. i think of like new york i think of like you know I, boston right and i remember that city remember there's like that city where like wait, wait, wait. really fast really fast new york boston i'm not calling you draft dodgers <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> i think of an urban yeah. a much more urban environment when i think of a draft dodger not like out right. in the woods but where but where jack nicholson as a draft dodger is doesn't have yeah, anything to do with where yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, it's it's yeah. kind of in a city. Remember, because uh, Jack Nicholson takes yeah, him on that the, boat and stuff. They go to ports, the port city. The ports, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They get that. They they charter. They charter a boat. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. The only scene I think that happens off off uh, campus. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, for sure. That's why it's like kind of a jarring, weird scene too. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. it's 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 such a weird combination of you're super happy that these poor people are finally getting away. First of all, away from their ratchet. Right. And right. being able to just live like regular people where you get that, you start to get that feeling that like, maybe these people would be fine if you just left them the fuck alone, you know, yeah. like that's such a good, that's what makes nurse ratchet such a good villain is uh-huh. that, like you see these people, uh, you know, kowtow to her and like just follow her, her every, you know, command. Yeah. But the minute they're giving a little, they're given a little bit of freedom, you immediately get that. Oh, wait, like these people might be just normal. It's just they've been living under this monster and right. she's turned them that way. Right. The only thing is, at the end of that scene, you do see how many of those characters are very broken people. Oh, I was going to say. Need that institution to right. survive. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like where we feel, I feel like we feel yeah. like they feel, and that we're like out in this boat, and we're like, what is happening right now? Like we need to, yeah. we, we feel like we need to get back into that, back into you, that you uh, worry, institution. You worry about the 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 less grounded in reality characters because yeah. they are a danger to themselves, right. and they're not under the supervision of the others. Nurse Ratchet yeah. is a monster, but yeah. the other people there are at worst 
un, uninterested. <laughs> like yeah. uh, the other, like it's a job. Uh, yeah. The younger nurse, right? But the doctors, I mean, their intention is to do good. There's even when they interview, I forget his name, Mick something, Mick Mick. I forget his uh, name. Uh, one for yeah, the the main, yeah. Fuck, what's his uh, name? His interview is not antagonistic. McMurphy. McMurphy. Yeah. His interview with with the the head doctor is not uh-huh. an antagonistic interview. They're both yeah. seeming to try to find the solution to this, <laughs> yeah. to the McMurphy yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. McMurphy's like, yeah. this is a problem. I know it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do shit. I just right. want to fucking fight. Yeah. That's definitely a problem. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to go to war. I don't yeah. want to work. Right. And the doctor's like, yeah, that does sound like a problem. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. 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 It's um, just in the movie. It's just Ratchet who is the problem. Right. Institutionalization is a problem, but right. she's enforcing institutionalization. So that's what, yeah, I'm curious where the, there's the future of Ratchet. I know you're not going to watch it, but I'm just thinking in terms of they already gave it two seasons. There must be some bridging the gap at some point where she goes back to yeah. Oregon. Oh, can you? Because I, 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 this is crazy that I could just tell this. I guess if you've mm-hmm. just seen enough shots of like uh, ex- beautiful exteriors on the coast, you know kind of where they were, and it was near oh, Monterey. Okay. Sure, sure. I'm almost sure it was near uh, where they because um, uh, Big Little Lies has the exact oh. same shot of that bridge that gaps with the mountains. I don't know if you remember that yeah. when she's driving up. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, is that bridge a newish bridge or is it an older bridge? Um, I think it could be less than like thirty years old, maybe. Uh, I want to say. I was gonna ask, is that bridge in the credits for Twin Peaks? That's okay, a different yes, one. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. that's a different one. I think because that really is in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Uh. Oh, and then they even reference yeah Monterey. I think the, the somebody says like oh, oh she, like, right. remember you're yeah. right you're right. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. So that's I when it connected. I haven't been yeah. to many places, and I've been to Monterey. And I was like, "Hey, hey, I know that. I know that place." Yeah. yeah. Um. But all right. So you're out so on you're this. Gonna you're gonna keep going. Yeah, I think I am actually. Yeah, because I was surprised. Like I wasn't like intending to to like this. I, oh. I you like Ryan Murphy shows in general without including the American Horror Story. Shows. Right. That's the if funny thing. That's just so we've got. You've seen Feud. I've seen Feud. Right. Yep, loved it. Pose. A pose I didn't finish. I've only seen right. half of the first season, but I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You saw, I know you're a huge Nick Tuck, Nick, Nip Tuck fan, right? Nip Tuck, I've seen all of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, literally the only things from him that I haven't seen is Glee and uh, all the American Horror Story stuff. What That's pretty about basically it. a politician? No, that doesn't count really to me. Like That's a little okay. bit different i don't know i haven't seen it but um it feels like that's on its own like new kind of netflix wavelength different from the fx stuff this show though huh you'd say the same thing about ratchet uh well this fits in though i feel like this would be right at home on fx though you know with the other with the other ahs stuff he wasn't the creator of this show and he was the creator of the politician well him and two created the politician but he didn't but he had directed it. yeah but he directed it yeah also you're not oh no he is a creator Mag- he is a creator on what? imdb he's a creator of ratchet on um on uh wikipedia he's listed as the developer the created by evan oh. romansky 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 uh-huh. i saw him earlier he seems like he might have some interesting stuff up his sleeve later on uh, okay. But yeah, I, that's just what Wikipedia says. Uh, he's also listed as creator of 911. Lone Star is a f- 
spinoff of Nine One One. Even even the first, the original Nine One One, yeah, was oh, his yeah. thing, which I've never seen. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I hear that it is the the best uh, like popcorn show on TV. Yeah, like, just I've, cheap and like right. You know, I've wanted to see it. Yeah, because I think it's on Hulu or whatever too. So uh, I would like to see that. But uh, and, yeah. Murphy's always worth a shot, man. Even if he's crazy, even if it's bad. I even uh-huh. I didn't like this show. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I know what it's about. Right. Uh, I have watched more uh, American Horror Story than I haven't, actually. Uh, right. And yeah, that's also super hit or miss. But when it hits, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Asylum, and I think anybody who's seen Asylum might have some ideas. That's American Horror Story Asylum. Anybody who's seen that, that's either the second the second season, uh, uh-huh. will have probably some ideas of where this show is going to go because uh, the whole nurse system and the sister system in the in the asylum are seem very similar. Like they're going to take oh, very right. similar like uh, medieval tortures disguised as uh, psychological help kind right. of ideas. Well, oh, and so, that- that was a connecting tissue too between this and what we know of her from that she loves the shock treatment, right? From the uh, from uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, that's a very very famously very famous yeah. shock treatment scene yeah. in that. One of the more almost is the first like heartbreaking thing that happens to McMurphy. Right. Yeah. That that, that the first time you realize oh shit's real. Yeah. And yeah. the way he bounces back from it is the. Also, the first time you go, oh, they're gonna, it's gonna take a lot to take this guy down. Yeah. Oh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna knock him down that easy. Right, right. Everybody, everybody watched the movie. It's great. Jack yeah. Nicholson's possibly his best performance. Very possibly greatest Jack Nicholson performance. I can't yep. think of right off the bat a better one. I can think of a better movie, maybe Chinatown. But I don't think that's a better Jack Nicholson performance. No, I would agree. I would agree too. Yeah, like not even a better Jake movie would. overall either. But still, I like. Yeah. consider it i not yeah, yeah. me i one for the cuckoo's nest ratchet it it came in hot for me because i really wanted to see it but it also had expectations to live up to which definitely like is a strike against it i think it evened out in the end as far as what i was expecting uh-huh. because it's already being held up a little bit like even though expectations were high i was just happy it was a show about a property i liked right so but the movie like now having seen this show i I think I respect the movie even more. It's in my top five, definitely in my top wow. five yeah. most watched. Wow! And in my top cool. five most liked movies, probably if I had to write down a list. Uh, Do you ever read the I play? See how? Do you ever read I the play? No. Yeah, that's worth it for you to just I've compare. Read the book. I have read the play. Oh, okay. Oh, was a book first or a play first? Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know yeah, I don't either. Okay. I just know I watched the movie and was like, "Oh, I think Scholastic has the book in like a oh a newspaper thin leaflet that I'm getting at school when I'm like in a freshman in high school to buy books or something." And it was there. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Nice. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's an excellent movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. Everybody should watch it. Uh, I oh. think on that, day, what do you got? The last performance I was going to mention for Jack Nicholson. I was just scrolling through his uh, list of credits. Ooh, uh, let me guess. Okay. Is it that movie with the lady and the kid? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Good guess. I yeah. remember the name I'm looking at it. St. Valentine. Oh, no. Sorry. It's The Shining. Saint something. 
The Shining. Oh, no. Oh, I think <laughs> the last movie he made. The Lady and the Kid. No, sorry. You said The Lady and the Kid. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's technically a lady and a kid. <laughs> oh, I think it's the last movie the, he made. No, no, no. The movie he made before this movie, before One Flew. Uh, no, no. I'm just saying out of all his credits, the the other movie that I see that has like a, a role that would maybe rival right. in terms of acting, you know? Uh, yeah, you're right. That's up that, there. I would put that out. I put them against each other. And yeah, yeah I bet you more people would probably agree with the shining i'd probably still take mcmurphy i no, just, i would it's more it's not as like s- steeped in like horror-ish you know stuff so i also yeah. think yeah horror characters are easy to play crazy yeah. is easier to play than just a little bit off right like like mcmurphy is a little bit off but like you wouldn't want to work with that guy but right. you would hang out with that guy until he got drunk and then you would leave <laughs> and then you'd <laughs> yeah. be like to go bad now but we had a damn good time up until now right you would make right, a terrible chief. co-worker or or soldier next to you for sure yeah do you think we'll see anybody from the movie in the show well that's what i'm saying like if they, if they get back to oregon maybe in the end of the second season or something like that um i don't think, so. I don't, I don't think he's time wise it doesn't really work out too like it's too long it's too far in the past before <laughs> 1970 true. whatever oh. you know so it's kind of if you take them age wise, I would say uh, Sarah Paulson is probably the same age as uh, the character of Nurse Ratched in uh, in One Flew Over the Cougs Nest, don't you think? No, no, she's like I think she's supposed to be like twenty years younger. Okay, yeah, I, that's why I said Sarah Paulson, not the character. Oh, oh, the actors you mean themselves yeah, in those Sarah times. Paulson about the age uh, of Nurse Ratchet. Well, technically, or, yeah, the actress herself is probably the same Louise age, Fletcher, but Louise she's... Huh? How old was Louise Fletcher when she played uh I would guess Ratched. like late 40s. Even that. No, because people were younger. You know, people looked older back then. But that's what uh, I'm saying is that what, she what, looked late 45. 40s. What? 34 to 75. She was... What? 41? Right. Yeah. How old is Sarah Paulson? She's at least like forty-five, I think. Yeah, I think she's. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, right? She's yeah, she reads she's younger. younger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand that they're. Well, I don't know that she. <laughs> she. I know that they intend for her to read younger. I don't yeah. know that she does read younger. I know Just that the skinniness too, the thinness helps. That was the only thing that's buying her <laughs> any of that. But definitely the way the 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 leches in this show are attracted to her, I am straight up like the. Oh. Fuck you talking about. I happen to think Sarah Paulson is a very beautiful woman, but yeah. they're coming at her like she's a sexy co-ed. And I'm like, <laughs> even the, the hotel manager is like, oh, you young girls in your sexy times. I'm yeah. like, this middle-aged lady who well, looks like she's put out in her life. She's a thief though. Like she she knows how to manipulate, right? She's the she's a queen manipulator, so she knows uh, that the style yeah. and the whatever, you know. The show is telling me that. It's not showing me that. The show told me that <laughs> yeah. when uh what's his name? Ant-Man's villain yeah. uh went into her uh hotel room yeah. to try to make time with her as yeah. opposed to like and, and and failed just as hard as he often did on uh House of Cards. Uh right. but like yeah, he 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 like his he sold the scene of a guy being seduced and then like double crossed by a sexy young minx 
Yeah. I'll tell you who didn't sell that scene though. That's Sarah Paulson. Because she can't play a sexy young minx. Yeah. She but, can play lots of things. Well, that's well, part of it, I think, is she's trying to maintain a, an image to the world that she's not able to uphold with like who she is as a person. Too, I think she's know? I think if the char- if that's how the character was being played, Ryan Murphy suffered uh loving his actors and didn't yeah. cast a person fit the character he's writing. I think Sarah Paulson would make a great nurse ratchet. I think she's excellent for the part. Yeah. I think those parts of the character do not belong. Chop them out. Yeah. That's all the sex uh-huh. stuff with nurse ratchet. Get it out. Yeah. It doesn't work. Well, I think it's the reverse thing though. It's like, it's showing what she's not by showing, by I, trying to show her what she, she's, she's, a, she's a prude yeah. and that is part of her character. Yeah. But she is not a manipulative prude. Not in that way. She uh-huh. doesn't know how to be sexy. She would yeah. never put lingerie on. She wouldn't do any of that shit. She yeah. can manipulate and she is a prude, but she is not a, hey, come get this big boy. Ha, gotcha. She's yeah. not that kind of. She's that's just doesn't fit the character. And it doesn't fit Sarah Paulson. It doesn't fit right. at all. All that yeah. stuff. Cut <laughs> so there you go. I know that mm-hmm. I know that the writers and creators of this show are listening. That's my yes. advice to you. I'm sure you'll take it to heart. Dude. HBO go HBO Max is listening to you. I think. I believe it. Yeah, because they literally remember we talked about the skip thing. Like yeah. you can't even skip the trailer now. You can skip the literally two weeks after you said that, or a week, two weeks after. Never in the history of HBO have they had that. I said too a thing. I said, "Hey HBO," and then I asked for something. I don't remember what it was. I don't think I've gotten it yet, though. What did you? Well, ask? I'll check the mailbox. I'll check the mailbox. I forgot what I asked. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's okay. gonna be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, yes. Both thumbs on, up. Both thumbs up. I'm sideways thumb on uh, third day, thumbs down on ratchet. Yeah. But okay. sometimes we disagree. That's okay. And I'm optimistic. It could go sideways and we could be in it's different true. places. Who knows? You know? True. All right, buddy. So then, until next time, adios. Bye. Now, just watch.